3: following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Tonight's
1: Bible Talk program is pre-recorded and we will not be taking any phone calls. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call.
4: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Air code 866 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I am here in the studio. I am a patient man, and I am waiting for my wife to call. Me and her are supposed to be doing this program together today, and I'm sure she's going to call. Definitely, I know at the house where, where she is, there's a lot of stuff to do all the time. I mean, you know, there's meals to prepare and cleaning to do, and she's an expert in all those things, but I don't care. She's supposed to be on the radio with me. Uh, This is Relationship Wednesday. That's the time when she is supposed to call. And so I'm waiting for her to call. Uh, she knows the number. I'm I don't starting have
2: to... to think she doesn't want to see me.
4: <laughs> see, and even Dominique is being hurt by it. I'm going to have to ask her. You know, she's going to have to do some counseling when she gets on here. She's going to have to help Dominique. She's getting a complex now because, you know, first of all, she, is, Dominique wants her to come in. She's got to come in once in a while. Uh, but that's okay. She can do it from home. But Dominique at least wants to make a connection, you know. So, so, Sister Mars. Because she's
5: a lovely woman over the phone.
4: Yeah, you're right, and and she's lovely. Uh, period. Uh, but <laughs> when you see her, you right, know. Right, but...
2: but I only talk to her over the phone. Oh, there so you go. I need her to come
4: in. Well, she's got to come in. She better come in now. She's making me look bad as the head of the household. The, you know, <laughs> number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy March, and this is the Bible Talk program. Program. that's right you're at the right place if what you want to talk about are biblical issues whether they be christian living marriage whether they be apologetics cult apologetics uh theology systematic theology all that is what i do uh, my name is pastor emmy moss called by god to be a minister of the gospel of jesus christ and so that's what my focus is and i deal with social issues as well uh as long as they impact upon biblical understandings and so definitely uh, that's um uh, why i'm here and you can call and uh right now i've got to call her, and i need to talk to her but she gave me a wonderful card thank you for your kindness uh this is from a uh, witness for jesus in spanish.net um uh, and she says google play ap app an app that's what that means and it's a it's i can witness for jesus and i'm going to get her on the air to tell you a little bit more about it she can go into some details hello allegra how you doing
2: I'm doing great, and uh, thanks so much for a wonderful introduction. Yeah, um, the name of uh, my book is actually an audio book that you can download to your Android phone or you can download to your computer. And the purpose of that book is to teach English speech speakers how to witness for Jesus in Spanish. Uh, the book is 98 pages long, and it has 26 audio files. This is a great tool, especially if you want to do evangelism in the Spanish-speaking area, or if you're a missionary and you just want to know yourself how to introduce yourself in Spanish, how to witness, how to witness for rededication, uh, bringing people back into fellowship with Jesus Christ, how to get themselves saved, amen, based upon Romans, uh, the book of Romans, praise God. So, It's a wonderful book. Like I said, go to Google Play or go to my website, witnessforjesus.net.
4: Well, that's great. You know, and it's it's so wonderful that God raises up people with all kinds of interests and all kinds of gifts in this business because everything uh, needs to be marshaled together and used for the proclamation of the gospel. So we thank you very much for this. Uh, It's really good to do. uh, If you want to be able, if you can't speak Spanish, but you want to be able to witness to people in Spanish, then this can help you. So uh, do exactly Exactly. as she says, witness for Jesus. and Spanish.net and thank you for calling right. and thank you for the wonderful cards you sent me.
2: Thank you.
4: Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. She'll be calling again. I hope she does. Number to call area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Oh, there she oh there she is, Mrs. Moss. Hello, Mrs. <laughs> Moss. How are you doing? Hi, how are you? Well, I I'm doing okay now. My blood pressure is going down. I'm feeling oh, you're more really? relaxed because you weren't on the air when I thought you would be, honey. I mean, you know, you tell I me a certain time. I had two things, I had uh-huh. two things
2: to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I kind of underestimated the time. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And, you know, I was doing my favorite thing. You know what my favorite thing is? Eating? Know, you know, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know you very well.
2: And and then I, okay. I said, oh, my goodness, it's it's time, it's time. Let me put the food away. And I put the food away, then I ran in here. I started down the Great. numbers, first but I kept down on the wrong number. I didn't have my glasses on, so I was half. So just all types of excuses. That's horrible. But I'm here now. <laughs> That's the main thing.
4: Yeah, you're here now, but, you know, I was, what? Yeah, yeah, you're here now, and you sound all nice. Now, what happens when I'm late, when I'm even just five minutes late or, or you know, or three minutes late? What happens? Oh wow boy. I'm gonna have to pray for you. <laughs> oh me. Y'all don't want to see the sight. You, you All right. Well, welcome everyone to Relationship Wednesday. Me and Sister Mars here together. We had a program last time dealing with uh emotional needs. Is that right, Mary? That is correct. And,
2: and- we're still emotional needs all I'll right for,
4: for first time callers tell us what needed. what definition are we dealing with here what does emotional need well you
2: mean? know i kind of came up with with emotional needs as being a craving that you know when it's satisfied it makes you feel good happy makes you feel fulfilled and it involves um uh, the understanding and another word i like to use is empathy mm-hmm. and support uh, one an, uh, uh, of one another, for, of, of one person for another, what I was trying to say there. Uh, so that's that's the definition I have for, for emotional need. And it's something that's, that's definitely needed in, 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 in the relationship,
4: for sure. All right. And last, uh, in dealing with this, at least uh, we, we want to finish our uh, complete exploration of it. We already covered uh, how many? Is it eight of them or ten of them? Uh,
2: we covered seven.
4: Seven. Well, which we were the ones seven. that we completed?
2: Well, we completed um, affection. We dealt with that. We also dealt with sexual fulfillment, uh, conversation, also known as the word, also known as communications, uh, recreational companionship, honesty and openness, um, attractiveness of one's spouse, uh, and financial support. And we had a brother to actually call in and and to give that answer. But, you know, you, you may want to just elaborate on that that financial support because that can encompass quite a few things that's financial support in that marital relationship.
4: Yeah, well, financial uh, support is very important. And, you know, it used to be a time in our culture, things have changed quite a bit. Uh it used to be that the man was always the target of being the one who was the uh, sole provider for the family. But, you know, over the years, that's kind of changed. The Bible, yeah. the door was always open for it. But now, you know, you've got women who work just like men. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, uh, uh, financial support has to be there. And the man, in many cases, is not uh, uh, the only one who is, uh, you know, has to be there to do that. However, I would say this, Sister Marson, and you might agree with me. If, it come, if push comes to, to shove and there's only one person who would, would be responsible, if they have to be, for financial support, uh it probably should be the husband.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly because uh you know, first Timothy five and fourteen it, it, it takes the, the the wife uh in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Uh and so we'll talk about that a little little bit later, but it seems to be biblically correct that the bulk of the responsibility should fall on the husband. I mean that's he's the head he's the head of the household. So if he's the head of the household he needs to make sure that that financial support is there. That's, I think that's one of his
4: duties. Now, not to say that the that the wife can't work, and and sometimes yeah. sometimes it works out real well. Where sometimes the wife is making more money than the husband. I remember, and that's fine. That's and that's okay. That's, that's fine. But okay. and, uh, and mm-hmm. you
2: know, that's that's. That's you know kind of rare, but but it, but in our well, society today, it, it does happen.
4: I'll tell you what, when I was when I was in the military, you remember those years, um, yes. that I was uh, I would work with uh, you know you men and women in the military, and you yes. had some people uh, who were in the air force. Both of them were married, and the wife got a rank higher than the husband and was getting more money. Now I yes. talked to a few guys who that bothered them a little bit. It bothered mm-hmm. them that their wife was making more money than them and outranked mm-hmm. them. And they would ask me about it, and I'd say, "Well, if it happened, it wouldn't bother me a bit, as long as no, she's bringing, all, it's, it's all going in hey, the same as long as home. she's bringing that it's money home, bringing that, same as long as she's bringing that money home to daddy, it don't bother me. It makes me feel like a bigger man." Oh, <laughs> so,
2: okay, all right, you use the word daddy, okay? Yeah, bring okay. it home okay. to daddy. I'm you Glad you use that word, okay? That's that's good. <laughs> bring it home to daddy. That's, that's good.
4: That's good. <laughs> but I don't think but our yeah, chauvinism that's should.
2: I think you covered the scripture, uh, 1 Timothy 5 and 8. Did, did you or
4: did you not? Well, we did last time, yeah, Which it says, okay. But if any provide, not for his own, and yes. especially for those of his own house, he yes. hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel.
6: Worse than an infidel. And that's, how, that's a charge,
4: that definitely uh-huh. provision, uh, that's why desertion is such a horrible thing. It should not be, you know, even considered. Uh, definitely that's why desertion and adultery are reasons for divorce, that there must be. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we could argue about how well the support should be. I don't think that, uh, in other words, the job that uh, the husband has, that's what he has. Uh, right. If he can make more, make more. But the bottom line is, he is supposed to be the one to support. If the wife can work, it's fine. It, nothing wrong with that at all. But if push comes to shove, it probably no doubt has to fall on him.
2: Yeah, and and then, too, I think another thing that we could put out there is that um, um, looking at this whole financial support and a husband, you know, bringing in, uh, in most, in, in some cases, well, we're just saying some cases where he's bringing in, you know, he's the one that's bringing in the finances and the wife is at home, you know, because you have some women who are homeschooling. And so uh, uh, really, when, when I'm glad you mentioned that, you know, whatever the support is, You know, that's how you can be supported. And that also can mean, for example, if the husband is working at White Castle, then you have to be content with a White (laughs) Castle-type living situation until he can do better. Mm -hmm. You know, but there are some women who put a high, you know, with no financial support that comes in, he has to make at least, um, you know, a six-figure income. And that's not always. Um, that doesn't always happen. You know, everybody doesn't make us bring in a six-figure income. Um, I remember, and and you have to be content. You know, Paul talks about that being in, be, being content in the state that you're in. Yeah, that's point twelve. You should you should you should 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 stay there. But sometimes that's all a person. For example, if if if, if you have the husband who's a, who's who's going to school. He's trying to finish up his degree. He's going to school full-time, okay, and then he's, you know, he's working on things he can do. is like maybe work at a restaurant for time being. You know, then you have to look at the bigger picture. But you have some people who say, no, 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 no. What I consider having financial support in the home is he has to be making at least six, six figures, not
4: that's not well, what happens very, is, one thing I can say, though, uh, uh, Mary, if that's what they want, then that's what they better marry. But don't right. marry someone who's making lesser than that and then complain. That's right. And uh, then complain. Mm-hmm. And that's
2: usually what happens. You know, that, that, that happens. So. But the main thing is just, you know, uh, you know, that financial support is very it's it's very important to have in the, in that marital relationship, that's for sure.
4: Well you're very you're, you're you're right on that, and we've got another challenge that gets us into another aspect of that. And if mm-hmm. I could uh uh, uh be open uh, with those listening, when you married me, you sure didn't marry Prince Charming. I didn't have a castle no, to Oh no, you know, as a
2: matter <laughs> of fact, I was I was I was still in high school. Well but and 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 you were you were a student at yeah. Wayne. And I, I, we just would not I, did, I did not go have a. Into that I did not
4: have do, a. Uh, listen, I won't go into details, we, but it was no, pretty no, bad. I, I, until we do a conference <laughs> or a <okay>. seminar. <laughs> but I, I did not have a castle to bring you to. I didn't have no fancy car. <laughs> I didn't have a lot going on at first. But yeah. God, God has That's, been good over the years. Has, but it's uh, have been good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk, if you do want to call in and talk about this, we've got a challenge now that we're going to go back to in just a minute. But if you want to comment on anything that me and Sister Moss has been talking about, you can call. And also, if you have any questions about the Bible at all, the number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. And uh, we've got to take a break. And we'll be right back.
7: Many children end up in foster care that don't belong there because they are not abused or neglected. The church can be the saving grace to these children, ages newborn to 17, whose parents find themselves in a crisis with no safety net and no one to turn to. Safe Families for Children is a church-based ministry with no government involvement. There's no charge to the family to use Safe Families for Children. Parents maintain full custody of their children and actively participate in their lives. You can be a blessing to families in crisis by providing a temporary home while at the same time being blessed by knowing you have the opportunity to be the hands and feet of Jesus. Find out how you and your church can become a part of Safe Families by calling me, Sheila Mounts, at 248-635-5978. That's 248-635-5978. Safe Families for Children. Open your heart. Call 248-635-5978.
3: This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
8: Dr.
7: Stuart Derbyshire, a
8: neuroscientist at the National University of Singapore, made world headlines last year when he stated an unborn baby can feel pain at 12 weeks. His previous research said it was 24 weeks. The change was notable because he supports abortion and has worked for Planned Parenthood. Now, Dr. Derbyshire would like to know why the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, a prestigious and avid pro-abortion organization, still promotes his old, incorrect findings on its website. Under a headline that reads, facts are important, the text says, the connections necessary to transmit signals from peripheral sensory nerves to the brain do not develop until at least 24 weeks of gestation. When it comes to abortion, it's ideology over science.
3: Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been.
8: Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell blesses our airwaves every weekday with the good news of our Lord. Get a modern teach-talk perspective on Scripture and real-world problems. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel. Listen to
3: Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel weekday mornings at 11 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Do you love to cook or have a favorite recipe that's a winner? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning submission will receive a year's worth of meats from Good Ranchers,
6: a $1,400
3: value, and a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once per day and completing bonus entry options. So start cooking.
7: Submit your recipe to win. Enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes at faithtalkdetroit.com.
1: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call.
4: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Moss and Sister Moss both here. Say hello, honey. Well, hello.
2: Hello to our listening audience. So glad you've tuned in and uh, pray that today's broadcast will be a blessing to
4: you all right and before we go to our challenge uh mary we've got uh, ann on the line and it looks like she wants to make a comment or something let's talk to ann hello ann how you doing hi pastor Martin. hi first lady
5: moss hi how are you i love you so much you know what i listened to uh when i i think when i first started listening Oh, I think you guys worked on radio and then you went to television also. That's correct. Mm-hmm. And I just used to be so tickled how y'all look just like a a, a little couple just uh uh made in heaven.
7: <laughs>
5: oh, okay. <laughs> just made in heaven. <laughs> and I love y'all. I love y'all very, very much. And uh I uh, this is the question I wanted to ask.
9: Mm-hmm.
5: Okay, when the scripture says that um, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers them out of, out of them all. But this is what I like to know is that um, do that mean sickness or do that mean does that mean anything going through in their mind? or uh, struggling with anything or anything, but they, a person is sincerely saved but struggling. But does that mean for, for just anything or
4: well, that means you say it means for sickness. I
5: thought it meant no.
4: It means just as you say. It means everything. Affliction means it affliction, and so all. No matter what the affliction is, that scripture applies to it. Yeah, it doesn't just uh, focus on sickness alone because that's not the only kind of affliction that uh, a person can be dealing with. So, no, uh, it 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 uh, has. It covers a whole lot of it.
5: Okay, the whole
4: thing. Yeah, the whole kit and caboodle. I would say.
5: Okay. And another one more question. Um, i like to know, what is the um real way of baptism? Because some people say it's just Father, Son, Holy Ghost, and then some people say Father, Son, Holy Ghost, Jesus' name. And then the last one is, do you have, do you must be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues in order to enter the kingdom of heaven? And be baptized in Jesus' name. Which which one is
4: it? Well, well, I would say this, first of all, and I'm going to ask Sister Marcia a question. You said something that uh, jogs my yes, memory. I want First
5: Lady to say something to
4: uh, Yeah, back in the past we had a situation. Amen. Praise but a person uh, is not saved by speaking in tongues, but they can speak in tongues if God wants them to, if that's the gift he wants them to have. But but there are many people who get saved and have never spoken in tongues at all. Salvation is based upon trusting in and believing in Jesus Christ. And as soon as you trust in him and believing in him, you receive the Holy Spirit. It's not like after you uh, accept Jesus, you've got to go around and wait for some manifestation. That happened in the book of Acts for a reason. But over in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 uh, and uh, verse 3, it's clear where it, uh, where Paul writes, Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no man can say that Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. So if you can say uh, that Jesus is Lord, okay, and that is a, something that you say and you believe, then you're automatically saved based upon that con- confession, if it's true. And you you receive the Holy Spirit right then, regardless of whether you've spoken in tongues or not, Okay. And so that's what we have to mm. emphasize and what we need to emphasize in the church. I have no trouble with speaking in tongues because I have the gift, and so does Sister Moss in fact, I remember that uh, I bet you i do the, well well what happens is uh, uh she no spoke she spoke in tongues before I did and uh
2: oh,
8: in
4: fact, what happens okay. is remember Mary, you had a a dream I, I tell about forget. the dream tell about the I dream cannot you
2: gift in 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 uh Victorville California
4: uh-huh mhm. Mm-hmm. And what happened? Tell them You're about
2: from, the dream. I'm yeah, here, First Lady. Pardon? You're from California? No, no. We were actually stationed. We were stationed in Victorville, California. Yeah. And, oh, and the Lord, okay. the Lord um, gave me a dream mm-hmm. twice regarding uh, speaking in tongues. And I remember um, the hubby and my pastor took me to the side said, you know what, you've had that dream twice, so more than likely, that's a confirmation that eventually you will. And eventually
4: I did. But that's what happened. When you that's told amazing, me, when she amazing. asked me, yes. she asked me, uh, she said, I had this dream twice, what do you think? Now, I didn't know for sure, but I do remember, uh, if, uh, if God reveals something to you twice, you got this from Genesis, then it must be that it, yep. it's coming.
2: That's what you took. Yeah,
4: and could, and yes, and and she yes. spoke in tongues, and then later on I said, uh, you know, I've already said we're already saved. It's not like we're, you know, trying to do this for salvation. We're already saved. But then I said, Lord, you gave it to her. Where's mine? You know. So, <laughs> You're yes. well, Honestly, I'll be.
6: Uh, Ah, What happened was,
4: was but but I was jealous and I went to a a service that was held on base. We were, we were in the air force at that time. And I went to a service that was on the base and it just happened that they were praying for people to receive uh, uh, the gift of tongues at that time. And so when they asked for it, I came down and in that meeting, then uh, I received the gift as well. So. God is good, Praise but but Lord. people need to know though that there's some people now. Remember that never get that gift because God, right? Now re- remember, Anne, that there's some people God doesn't give the same gifts to everybody. Some people are saved, born again. Yeah, and and don't you know? Don't you don't need to speak in tongues to go to heaven. He uh, no. it says well, we need to. Say you must I know, this, but they, that's where the problem is. Jesus well, Jesus' name, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, is the name. In other words, of Jesus, it means Him. When He says baptizing the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, He's talking about the authority of God because He is God. Uh-huh. So, it... I don't know what to
5: believe because. Well, believe the Bible. So, uh, believe the I Bible. Was baptized out of Father, Son, Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, because I grew up apostolic.
4: Right. Well, if you're baptized and and you believe—if you believed in in Jesus Christ— and if you believed in Jesus Christ, you still are saved. However, had you been baptized uh, just in the, uh, in the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or in Jesus' name, it, it, uh, they're all the same. It's, it's all the it's, same. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I know it does. Yes. I know it does. I know it. In fact, the argument that they have is they say, well, you can't be baptized in the titles because the titles are not the name. That's not true. It's false logic. In other words, all through the Bible, if you're baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, well, guess what? Jesus is his name, but Christ is the title. Christ is still in it, regardless of which way you look at it. That's not as important. People make too big a deal out of it, and that's not the key thing to worry about. But well, thank you. We love yeah, talking it to it you.
5: Make you confused, like, you know, Yeah, it's
4: unfortunately it does for a don't lot of know, people. That's
5: where I was brought up at. So,
4: yeah, and, all right. Well, know. thank you for calling. We appreciate it, Ann. All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Mary, I'm surprised you remember that. Remember that back in the day, huh?
2: I, well, I remember that. As a matter of fact, um, in the prophecy class yesterday, I was talking to uh, the uh, young lady who was a former Catholic, and we were talking about that exact subject about tongues. And uh, I told her what happened to me and what happened to you, so I remember every detail. As a matter of fact, I remember you received it by a Presbyterian minister right. who yep. laid hands yep. on you. That's Chaplain exactly how it happened. in
4: the service. Yeah. And it's amazing yeah. how shortly after after you received it, I received it. I was I was looking for it then. I say, wait, Lord. Well, I, I
2: guess the Lord <laughs> thought he had better bless you so you wouldn't walk around being jealous. That's right.
4: <laughs> Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. So people who want to challenge my Pentecostal background, now you know, I'm just one of those uh, who believes in the gifts of the Spirit, but I happen to be biblical. The Bible does That's not right. say you have to speak in tongues. There are many people, mm-hmm. great saints of God who have it. And it really bothers some folks who are Pentecostal when I I don't, or at least if they, if, if, because they're Pentecostals who don't believe, you have to speak in tongues. But if that group that believe you do, they have trouble with me because I speak in tongues, but I did not do that to get saved. I did it because God gave me the gift and I am saved. And you can be a great servant of God without speaking in tongues. I mean, That's come right. on. That's right. Let's mm-hmm. just stick to the Bible. Uh, Sister Moss, we, we might not uh, be able to talk about any more challenge because we have so many callers. We're going to talk to Alvin right now in Detroit. Hello, Alvin. Pastor Moss, how
6: are
4: you? I'm doing just fine. How are you?
9: I'm good. Listen, I'm kind of I'm kind of like a babe in my theology and studying the Bible. I need I need someone of your high degree and caliber of theology.
4: Yeah, right.
9: And understand the <laughs> <Yeah. words. laughs>
4: Right. I know who you are, Alvin. What's your question? <laughs>
9: what what does it mean to be backslidden? For a Christian to be backslidden? What does that mean?
4: well backsliding would be uh if we compare it to what uh backsliding means it means to move back from things that you've already affirmed and asserted uh in terms of your walk with the lord so backsliding uh then is it's, it, it, it it refers to someone who is a christian who is not acting in ways that a christian should
9: okay so could it be um could the argument is is that if you were if you were born again Mm-hmm. And um, you, you you were single and you were celibate, but then all of a sudden you uh, got into a relationship and you uh, were in a relationship and you were fornicating. Could that would that qualify as backsliding?
4: Yeah, if in fact you were truly slave, saved. Yeah, if you're truly saved, then that's what backsliding means—that you're not doing, you're not acting like a saved person is supposed to be acting. Now that does not mean that you uh, were not were not were not saved, but it could be. But also it could mean that you're backsliding. You need to repent and go back to doing the things that you did before. Because that's exactly what Jeremiah th- 3 in verse 14 tells us, doesn't it? It says, when he's dealing with Israel, he says, Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord. That's the first thing, that backsliding children, they repent. Okay, He says, For I am married unto you. So here's the thing. Even though they had, had sinned, God still says, I still have a covenant with you. And I will take you one of a city and two of a family and will bring you to Zion. So, so backsliders can, in fact, you, you can't find anybody in the Bible who didn't backslide except for, uh, you know, the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Joseph was a good guy, but even he, no doubt. So, yeah, backsliding is something that believers do, unfortunately.
9: Right. So, and, and the reason I asked is because I had a conversation with someone, and um, the question was asked, can Christians backslide? And I said, yes. Yeah. Uh, but. With another person, I discussed this, and that they, they seem to believe that if, if a Christian backslid, then they were no longer saved. And I was like, "That's absolutely not true. If you are born again, if you're saved, you're saved." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, because you backslide, doesn't mean that you lose your salvation.
4: No, no, it doesn't.
9: You lose you lose your intimacy with God, your your intimacy and your closeness and your fellowship.
4: Suffers.
9: Right. Your fellowship. Well, that's what I mean. So so that suffers. But your union
4: with God does not. Absolutely right. That's why he says that he's married to the backslider. You see, the Bible really is so clear in what it says. Married to the backslider. So if you're married to the person... That's what I quoted to. Yeah. If the, and you told, and you turn to the right place. If you're married to the backslider, then evidently what that means is there's still a, a connection. What happens is, though, here's the other scripture that needs to be taken into consideration discussing this. 2 Corinthians 13, 5, written to the Christian church, where Paul writes, Examine yourselves, whether you be in the faith. Prove your own selves. Know you're not your own selves. How that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. And that means counterfeit. Some who are saying they're Christian or not. And that's the trouble with backsliding.
9: I stress to them that we're not talking about those that have a sad faith, but rather a sound faith. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about eternal. I said, I'm not talking about eternal presumption. I'm talking about eternal security. Uh-huh. So, for those, it's possible for an individual who has really been born again to fall and, 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 and experience a backsliding state.
4: Yep. And, fall, and, and I
9: don't believe they should stay in it, but.
4: Well, you're exactly right, and it's also true for a person to be in the church, have heard all the messages, come there, guide their Bible, and not even know the Lord. And that's why it says in verse 6 here, uh, but I trust that you shall know that you are not reprobates, because you definitely could be one. And backsliding doesn't help you in terms of um, uh, being too secure, so definitely something we need to stay away from. Thank you for calling, brother. Good to have you here on the air with me and Sister Moss. Any comments about that, Mary? Yeah, you know when,
2: when when that backsliding can really be something else, and 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 I I, I kind of would like to describe it like this. You know, when a Christian, because Christians do backslide. You know, we we know that that happens.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, so, uh, and, and to me, backsliding is simply doing the moonwalk. You know, you're walking oh, you, you walk backwards. Comparing to Michael Jackson, look at it. You you're walking <laughs> backwards. You're walking <laughs> backwards, and we're we're told to go forward. You can run the race doing the moonwalk going backwards you must run the race moving forward and the thing about it you know you have some christians you have some christians who are so steadfast in that moonwalking uh pastor until when every time you see him how you doing oh pray for me i'm backslid. five years later oh how you doing i'm still moonwalking pray for me 10 years later how you doing i'm still moonwalking and there, you know, when when they have that type of testimony, you would have to kind of, you know, that's something where Paulson, you have to examine yourself to see whether you're in the faith. Because if you can stay backslidden for years and years and years, and every time I turn around, you doing the moonwalk, it's something wrong there. Well,
4: what something happens, wrong. Mary? I would say this: if you can sin continually and it mm-hmm. does not bother you, it doesn't right. bother you, then right. that's a good indication that you might not even you be might saved. Not be now as long as there's a conscience that can be uh, uh even though a person indulges in it more than once or falls mm-hmm. a fall is a fall you want to get up but uh-huh. when you fall yeah. Yeah. and you say uh not the people who say I fall and I can't get up but you fall and say I don't want to get up then don't want to get up. then you've got to and ask that's yourself the question that's when a person yeah. who
2: is consistent
4: they're mm-hmm.
2: consistent in their their backsliding condition you know they're comfortable in it, you know. You have to say, "Well, goodness gracious, I'm to you know. I don't know. You know that's why Paul said, "Examine yourself." Absolutely. Because if you can, if you can be comfortable in your black back sliding state and be consistent with it, then you have to. It's, it's something kind of wrong with that picture. But, but once again, the guy said he's married to the backslider, but that doesn't mean you stay back there.
4: That's right, and it doesn't mean that just because you say you backslide and you you backslide, you might be just a slider. Listen, yeah, we right. got Tim. Absolutely. We got Tim in Sterling Heights. Hello, Tim. How you doing?
6: I, I, I'm it now. <laughs>
4: Don't say that, buddy. <laughs> yeah,
6: you know, there's... God, God's a good God. because I, I did some stuff back in my day, too. Uh, whoa.
4: Well, who hasn't? Yeah. I,
6: yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's having to be a lonely place if it wasn't for grace. Right?
4: Absolutely. Uh,
6: so I'm taking it to Job. I've been studying Job again. And there's... there's Jury's out, Moses write it, and I'm using my study Bible instead of just reading through it. I'll tell you what, uh,
4: Tim, we're right on a break. Can you hang on? You're very interesting. We're going to get right back with you.
6: Attention, barbecue lovers,
3: available today on GottaHalfItNow.com. Kaya Smokehouse Grill in Wolverine Lake is offering $40 of mouth-watering barbecue for $20. Kaya promises the best barbecue in Southeast Michigan. Enjoy fall-off-the-bone locally sourced meats and poultry made from scratch sides and signature smokehouse sauces. Go to GottaHalfItNow.com. That's Gotta, H-A-L-F-ItNow.com. To get your $40 dining deal to Kaya Smokehouse Grill in Wolverine Lake for just $20. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, President of Life Issues Institute.
8: Dr. Stuart Derbyshire, a neuroscientist at the National University of Singapore, made world headlines last year when he stated an unborn baby can feel pain at 12 weeks. His previous research said it was 24 weeks. The change was notable because he supports abortion and has worked for Planned Parenthood. Now, Dr. Derbyshire would like to know why the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, a prestigious and avid pro-abortion organization, still promotes his old, incorrect findings on its website. Under a headline that reads, facts are important, the text says, the connections necessary to transmit signals from peripheral sensory nerves to the brain do not develop until at least 24 weeks of gestation. When it comes to abortion, it's ideology over science.
3: Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed. More informed than you've ever been.
1: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers,
3: please do not call.
4: That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss and Sister Moss here on the Relationship Wednesday program as now we do it both together and loving it. You can call with any questions you have about the Word of God. We had a challenge, but uh, however, the calls have been coming in, so we're going to continue to deal with the calls. And I told Sister Ma, she does not have the radio experience that I do, so she's always nervous. Do we have enough to cover? Listen, when you get on subjects and you talk about the Bible, it invites conversation. And so we do welcome you to the phone. We've got uh, Tim Sterling Heights. What's on your mind, Tim?
6: Anyway. So I, hi, Sister Moss. I'm sorry. I forgot to say hi. Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm good. I haven't read my book yet, but I'm good.
2: <laughs> okay, well, we want you to work on it now.
6: <laughs> I, I will. I, so, so I'm, I've decided to finish Ecclesiastics. We talked about that, and you were right. When I got to Chapter 12, it all made sense. Okay. Um, now I'm into joke. That's the book I decided to study this time. And the jury's out did Solomon write it did Moses write it I'm not concerned about that you know it's pretty obvious Job didn't write it because of what he was going through but how is it whoever the author was be so definitive on the Lord and Satan having such a specific conversation about you know just take away his stuff and you will leave him I mean how can it be so specific on that conversation the writer whoever
4: it was well here's the question once you challenge that then you say well since i don't know who wrote it then definitely that would lead to the next conclusion then how did he get the stuff i think that job is the one responsible for it we know that in terms of um ancient literature job actually is even uh, the the uh he's older than abraham uh, but we remember we know that back in the day, based upon ancient tradition, that a lot of things were passed down orally before they were written, and oral communication we found out from roots, even right that uh the great uh, an African community was the same for ancients, where things were passed down very specifically from uh, from word uh, from word of mouth until they got into written form. So I, first of all, I don't challenge the authorship of Job, whether he wrote it himself or communicated it through an amanuensis, which would be a secretary. That was what was responsible for much of uh, writing. They had people to write it down for them. Uh, uh i have no problem checking its authorship and the bible is the word of god so given that it is the word of god this isn't the only place in the word of god where we see uh god communicating with man tim we see that in uh ezekiel we see it in isaiah we see it in moses we see it in paul so that doesn't give um any trouble for someone who believes in the inspiration and illumination of scripture
6: well i you know i believe it mm-hmm. absolutely with all my heart mm-hmm. i was just I was asked that question, and
4: I... Was well, I'm, I'm all open for a... questions, you know. But, yeah, you're right. No, no not you. You. for me to you.
6: I was asked that question by somebody else, oh, and yeah. I stumbled the ball. Oh. And I didn't have the answer for him, So I want to go back with...
4: Well, the only thing I would ask him also, if he says how, all we can explain is that the Bible is the Word of God. God spoke... Uh, and it was recorded. Now, if he wants to challenge the accuracy of the text or the. In other words, everyone accepts documents unless they have evidence that those documents have some kind of area in them.
6: So. Well, uh, the answer I gave him was this. And mm-hmm. I don't know if I see how close. The friends of Job, you sin, you sin, you sin, you this, you that, the other. But the very last one, the youngest one, I forgot his name. He actually quotes in Job: "God does speak to you, sometimes in a dream, sometimes in." So that's what my answer was. I said God speaks to people, and he will. So, and I used I used Job to defend Job.
4: I don't know well well in, if in other words, it, well if he accepted that that is it, it is fine you are talking about the uh, the speech of the final uh, uh, person there uh, Iliphaz. but basically if that answers it then but that of course is based upon the fact that you believe in the Bible but what I'm saying is and, and, uh, and if that's acceptable it's good but no documents are can be questioned unless someone in other words everyone who makes a statement of fact bears a burden of proof the person who says right. it's true they bear a burden of proof but the person who says it's false also has to they bear a burden of proof why is it false why should i not trust job and i can trust uh, charlemagne's writings or alexander the great's writings or plato's writings or anybody's r- it's going to basically we have uh, we have to sign the same t- uh, test to all ancient literature so that's a good answer i love just going to the bible but when they challenge it uh, they have some. They got to come with some kind of evidence. In other words, for them to not believe, they've got to have evidence. Just like I have to have evidence to believe.
6: Right. So, well, that was my quick answer to him. I said, "Well, I'm going to take you right back to Eliphaz. and you know, God, God, every every word of this Bible is the word of God, well, and it's written under you know His inspiration. Period. And the story. And then I took him to Eliphaz. God does speak to you sometimes in a dream. Sometimes, you know. That kind of thing. Well, first
4: of all, though, but I always would think I think questions sometimes are the best thing I would. I like to ask people, why is it that you do not believe?
6: probably should have done.
4: That. Yeah, and once you find out what their non-belief is based on, then you know how to approach it. Are they looking for extra biblical support? Are they looking for language analysis? What exactly do they want? That's And oftentimes, Tim, not only you, but it's been my experience as a, as a teacher of the Bible that many times Christians get in conversations with people who doubt the Bible, and we try to to answer a question too quickly when really we need to find out exactly what do you mean when you say you don't believe it, okay? So <laughs> yeah.
8: that,
6: that approach,
4: that's all right buddy thank you for calling we appreciate your call number to call area code 866-423-9578 area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air bible talk with pastor moss and sister moss mary you still hanging on i am still hanging on i'm I still thinking still up, i'm thinking yes. about that next issue and actually uh, almost rather than throw it out as a challenge I, I probably just want to talk about it where we were talking about the domestic support in marriage,
2: okay. all right, yeah,
4: that yeah. is a very, yeah. very important one. Could you read that verse for us in First Timothy uh, five and what is it? Uh, uh, uh six, fourteen. Fourteen, okay.
2: Yeah, it says therefore I desire that the younger women marry, bear children, manage the house, give no opportunity to the adversary to speak reproachfully. But there's a charge here to marry, and bear children, and manage the house. Mm. manage the
4: house now honey let me ask you this now <laughs> now wait wait and then you had nerve enough to say it two times uh so <laughs> now then you, know, you try
2: to wait wait a minute Manage the house and manage the job mm.
4: okay okay you know. hang on me and you're about to get into a debate soon as we come back this debate time to listen call a neighbor call a friend pastor Mars, sister Mars, about to debate <laughs> we'll be right back
3: Impact Mortgage Corp TV, a cash call mortgage, NMLS ID, 128231, equal housing lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Offer based on loans over $250,000, call 855-657-9910 for licensing terms and restrictions.
7: What's better than a mortgage interest rate and APR in the twos? How about a no-closing-cost mortgage loan with an interest rate and APR in the twos? That's right. We have no closing cost loans here at Cash Call Mortgage. We pay the title, escrow, and appraisal fees. So if you're looking to save a little cash on your monthly mortgage payment, call Cash Call Mortgage today. Our quotes are always free. If your mortgage rate APR is not in the twos, Cash Call Mortgage could lower your interest rate and save you some cash. What are you waiting for? With low rates and no closing cost options, now is the time to refinance your mortgage. For a free quote to see if you qualify, go to CashCallMortgage.com or call us today. Call 800-931-6651. That's 800-931-6651. 800-931-6651. Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel blesses our airwaves
8: every weekday with the good news of our Lord. Get a modern teach-talk perspective on Scripture and real-world problems. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel. Listen
3: to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chapel weekday mornings at 11 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or online at faithtalkdetroit.com.
8: Do you know that we are living in the last days of earth history? Millions are suffering and dying daily, and tomorrow is not promised. The Motor City Correlation of Seventh-day Adventist Churches invites you to join us for a special 10-week Bible study program on end-time events entitled Countdown to Eternity. This weekly program will air each Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. beginning September 5th through November 7th on the radio stations 92.7 FM and 1500 a.m. WLQV.
3: Do you love to cook or have a favorite recipe that's a winner? Then you need to enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes to submit that delicious recipe. The winning submission will receive a year's worth of meats from Good Ranchers, a $1,400 value, and a $1,000 Williams-Sonoma shopping spree. Increase your chances of winning by entering once per day and completing bonus entry options.
7: So start cooking. Submit your recipe to win. Enter your favorite recipe sweepstakes at faithtalkdetroit.com.
1: The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. When you hear phone numbers, please do not call.
4: All right, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Moss and Emory Moss. And if you enjoy this program and Bible Talk in general, we do encourage you to send donations to P.O. Box 05879. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. All right, Sister Moss, here we go. Okay. We're looking at 1 Timothy 5 14, where it says, mm-hmm. I will therefore that the younger women marry, bear children, guide, or as you say, manage the house, give mm-hmm. none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully. Now, mm-hmm. when it says, if the husband is the head of the home, just like you said when you called in earlier, just to mm-hmm. make me feel good, okay? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Oh, I just
2: said to make you feel good. <laughs> I'm only kidding, honey. I'm only kidding. I won't get in trouble. I said it because I.
4: Because it's biblical, that's okay, what the Bible it's, says. it's biblical. Okay. Well, what, is the, what does it mean then? And then, how can the woman be the manager or guide of the house if the husband is the head? What is this talking about?
2: What is five fourteen talking
4: about? Absolutely.
2: It, it, it says exactly what it says that the woman should be able to manage the house, you know, to care to care for the things in the home. Because oftentimes the husband's outside the home. He's working, okay? So when he's outside the home working, in most cases it's a nine-to-five job, okay? Mm-hmm. So he can't be there to do those things. So if the wife is there, then she's doing those things.
4: Right. So even though we know that there are these uh, these uh, uh, guys now that, you know, stay home sometimes, if the wife is working, yeah, they that can happen. Stay at home, dad. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's no problem with that. No, but typically no still, it doesn't change the fact that, you know, in all these centuries and years that the male is still the, the you know, is, if it comes, if push comes to shove, as we've said, he's the sole provider. So, so in this scenario, then what it says is that if if the woman is to manage the home or guide it, then definitely uh, that means that the wife is in a leadership position, just as he is, even though he's the head of the house. Would that be yes. good to and say? Yes. Her
2: role should be respected. You know, mm-hmm. it
4: should be respected. When you say respected, what do you mean?
2: Well, because you have some, you have some husbands who they come across in a dis, uh, 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 dis, um, uh, disrespected way by belittling what the wife is doing at home. But well, you're here all day. You're not doing anything. No, no, no. Oftentimes in the home, if there are kids involved, the mother, she's taking them to ballet lessons. Uh, she's washing dishes when they're babies. She's washing, well, they don't wash diapers anymore, so let me throw that out. They have Pampers throwaway, <laughs> throwaway <laughs> diapers now. But, but inside that home, it entails a lot, just like Outside the home when the husband is working the nine-to-five job, that entails a lot. But they both should be respected. I have to respect you for what you're doing outside the home, and you have to respect me for what I'm doing inside the home. You know, there were times when you were doing ministry where when our kids were growing up, you know, we had our one son, in particular, our youngest son, who was played basketball. I had to be a basketball mom. I had to be—I was a lunch mom. I was a, a volunteer mom, doing things up at the school. Um, you know, you didn't have time for that. But those, those are all, you know, what I call domesticated things, and it entails a lot. And often, with the uh, with with the wife you know how it, it her job it doesn't end you know it's like around the clock cuz you know when the babies are sick oftentimes the, the mother is up you know patting the baby, trying to rock the baby to sleep, you know, and the husband is sleeping so usually so he can get up the next day and go to work, you know. So this this entails a lot. Managing that house, it, it entails a lot, and it should be respected. And husbands have to make sure that they don't come across in a disrespectful way but say, oh, well, you're just at home all day. You're not doing anything. No, that's not true. Well, I'll that's
4: tell you true. what. Now, now here's the thing. I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. However, okay. Next time on the program, we've got a few minutes left, that mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about something. I'm going to talk about how that even though what you said is absolutely true, and maybe mm-hmm. it's because uh, some men don't appreciate it, but a lot of times I think it's just because of the way women see their role. Many women do not understand this, okay? And That's I'm going true. to tell them the name of a woman that I had to set straight on this.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Can I do that? You
2: say a woman? Okay, yeah, sure. great. Right Is that, that all right with man. you? It's all right. Not
4: today. Everybody's going to have to call. Listen to our next Wednesday program. On the next Wednesday program, uh-huh. I'm going to tell about a woman that I had to set straight on this. And it really surprised me uh, because of the fact that it's, it's clear to me. Now, there might be a lot of people, especially guys, who get angry with me with what I'm about to reveal. Next time. I I think I know exactly what what you're talking about. They might be angry, but but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, And and it, and it was revealed to me how bad this is when I was just shocked at what I heard this woman say. All right?
2: Yes. Yes, so that'll absolutely. So that will
4: happen next time. And then, of course, we can continue with our challenges. But as you see, Mary, there's a lot to talk about in the Word of God about relationships and about oh, marriage and yeah. family. So we're yeah. never done. So we will continue uh, uh, with it, uh, domestic support. We looked at it. There's a place for the husband in there. There's a place for the wife in there. And then, uh, uh, so we'll be right back to that. And then we want to remind people about the Monday Night Bible Study where we're dealing with being black and gay in the church this Monday. Yes,
2: this Monday and um, you kicked it off this past Monday and had a great time, had a great turnout and uh, I really admonish our listening audience to come out and be a part of this. Uh, even if, even being a member of the church, most churches don't have a Monday night Bible study, so you are welcome to come out on uh, this coming Monday because uh, there are things that's happening um, in Christendom that will shock you. You know, people who are supporting this whole idea about being a homosexual, you know, people in the church. And so uh, very good film, a lot of good information, good teaching. So invite you once again to come out this coming Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. Yeah, right at the people 10709 Grand River. We
4: had people with what we showed this time. Many of them were oohing and eyeing It's some I of know, the things that I you're know. able to see. Yeah. But well, we, you
2: know, when I actually got a little glimpse of it prior to um, – Going out to the Bible study, I had to go ooh and ah, and one of my favorite people, one of them, I like his music, but goodness, I was just shocked. I was shocked at him agreeing with this whole idea about, and embracing this whole idea about being homosexual.
4: And how people can stay at churches where the pastor in the pulpit has -hmm. no problem with homosexuality I just don't understand. And I'm not talking about, I don't understand you know, it either. definitely everybody deals with sin, but we are dealing with the sin that folks don't even want to admit is one. And we're compromising it. with it. So that's Monday night Bible idea. study is dealing with that and other things as well. We're in the book of Galatians. We encourage you to come Monday, Strictly Biblical Bible teaching ministries, 10709 Grand River in Oakland. And we just look for you to be there at Monday night. Uh, this, Whether you're a member of Strictly Biblical, this is Bible study that's for everybody. We encourage you to come. Well, honey, our time is up. All right. I've uh, had a great time. I've had a great time. I'll be home momentarily. Warm up the dinner. I'm on my I way will. there. <laughs> God, bless. God bless you. She's a manager of the home. Let's see if she can manage that. All right. She really will. <laughs> she heard me. <laughs> Listen, God bless you, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you, Dominique. Bye-bye.
7: God bless.
3: Are you tired of exposing your retirement
9: to stock market risk? How would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Join Joe Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show, Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7 AM 1500 Faith Talk, Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133. That's 866-436-0133.